Come and preach to us. Let's give Brother Rouse another good Bendale welcome to this pulpit again this morning. I wonder, would you give that hand clap to the Lord today? Anybody truly glad to be in the house of the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I wonder, would you lift your voice? Would you hand clap right now? God, I thank you for your kindness. God, I thank you for your loving mercy toward us. There is nobody like you, Jesus. There is nobody like you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many's tried him and found him faithful? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. No place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. God truly is good. God truly is faithful. Amen. And as Brother Ford already made mention of this morning on the drive over here, he, Brother Ford was talking about the man that stood and talked about his need for God. And that's the way I felt on the drive over here this morning as the tears rolled down my face. I wasn't telling God how good I was. I wasn't telling God how I had it all laid out just right, but I was expressing to him my need for him. I was reminding him he already knows, but I was just reminding him, I still know that I need you, God. I still know that I can't do it without you. Amen. And if I brag and if I boast, I want it to be about Jesus. Amen. I said I want it to be about Jesus. He's the only one that can strengthen you. He's the only one that can lead you and guide you into all truth. Amen. There's some other folks that would love to lead and guide you, but they're not going to lead and guide you into all truth. Amen. But when you let Jesus have you by the hand, he'll lead and guide you into all truth. Amen. If you have your Bibles, Galatians chapter 5, beginning with verse number 1. I do want to give honor to Pastor Moore, Sister Moore. Amen. We love and appreciate them. Amen. So thankful for their friendship in our lives. And um, amen. We just believe in and expecting the Lord for great things. We're not just here to be here. Amen. But I believe that this has been ordained by God. How many just wants the Lord to have his way? I said, how many just wants the Lord to have his way? Amen. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty. Somebody say freedom. Wherewith Christ hath made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Dropping down to verse number 16. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. How many knows there's a war going on? And these are contrary the one to the other. That means they're opposite. They're opposed one against the other. So that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the Spirit, we are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, immolations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. 
but the fruit of the Spirit. How many is thankful for the Spirit? I said, how many is thankful for the Spirit? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Can I tell you this morning, there's no law against love. There's no law against joy. There's no law against peace. There's no condemnation in those things. Amen. But there's condemnation in the works of the flesh. But I'm thankful for the fruits of the Spirit that when, when we walk in the Spirit, God is able to grow us. God is able to bless us. And God is able to manifest Himself in our lives. I wonder, would you lay your Bibles down? Would you stretch your hands up toward heaven all across this house? Amen. I wonder, would you ask the Lord to help you today? God, prepare our hearts, prepare our minds to receive from you this morning. Come on, I wonder, would you humble yourself? Would you submit yourself into the hand of God? God, I need you. God, I thank you for your loving kindness toward us. God, we need you to move in our hearts and our minds. Anoint every ear to hear your word this morning, God. Lord, I pray that you would bind up the brokenhearted and set every captive soul free. God, I humbly come before you. I admit my dependence upon you, God. Lord, I pray that you would use me as a tool, as an instrument in the palm of your hand, God. Empty me of myself and fill me with your holy anointing. God, put your words up in my mouth. God, use me for your glory, God. Uh, Lord, I know that it is your anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage. It is your anointing uh, that lifts the heavy burdens off the shoulders of your people, God. Uh, and if any good thing would happen in this house today, God, let it be said it was because uh, of your anointing. I wonder, would somebody clap your hands? I wonder, could you shout unto God one more time with a voice of triumph? Oh, yes. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. You ought to begin to call on the name of Jesus. What a beautiful name. What a powerful name. What a lovely name. The name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to preach to you this morning a simple thought. Amen. But I believe the Lord's going to show up in a mighty way in this house. Anybody else believe that with me today? Amen. Freedom is contrary to me. Amen. Freedom is contrary to me. Uh, bondage has a way of conditioning the mind to just accept it as a normal way of life. Bondage has a way after time and over a period of time of convincing people that this is the way that it's always going to be. You'll never be free, but this is the way you'll live your life day in and day out. I'm sure you've heard stories of, of people that were kidnapped or people that were maybe uh, brought into slavery of some kind. And, and over the years, uh, maybe at first they, they, they thought they held out hope that uh, one day I'm going to be out of this place. But eventually over time, fear and intimidation and just the act of bondage uh, beats them down to the place where they feel like this is all I'll ever know anymore. Uh, this is all they'll ever be for my life. And even when they 
they're presented with an opportunity to escape. Uh, uh, the, the fear keeps them where they are because they're just so afraid. Uh, uh, they're, they're used to living in their chains. They're used to living uh, in the boundaries that have been provided for them. Uh, and can I tell you here in the house of the Lord this morning that sin works that way. Uh, sin will condition your mind and, uh, and try to convince you there is no other way for you. Uh, there is no freedom for you. But this is the way that it's always been. And this is the way that it will always be. Oh, but I want to tell somebody in the house of the Lord today that we serve a God that is a deliverer. We serve a God that knows how to give freedom. We serve a God that knows how to break chains. We serve a God that knows how to set every captive soul free. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Psalm chapter 51 verse 5. David said, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. David said, I was born into sin. And since the fall of man in the garden, it is in our nature to sin. Uh, I'm going to make a statement here that all of you parents can agree with. You don't have to teach a child how to lie. You don't have to teach a child how to cover up when they do something wrong, but it just comes natural to them. And sadly, some are better at lying than others. There's some you can kind of see through that little sheepish grin, but there's others that are pretty good at it. But I've come to tell you in the house of the Lord today, you don't have to teach somebody how to sin. You don't have to teach somebody how to bend the rules. You don't have to teach somebody how to break the rules, but it comes natural to our sinful nature to cheat and to do wrong and to do those things that are contrary to the will of God. Why? Because we are born of the flesh and the flesh desires the things of this world. Amen. Romans chapter 5 verse 12 says, Wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. So death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. By Adam, sin entered into the world. And can I be honest with you? Not a single one of us here today has been guiltless of sin. But each and every one of us, we have been sinners. We have done things that are not pleasing to God. We have done things that were not right in the sight of God. And because of sin, we all must die. There's not one exempt. There's not one that can get away with it. But each and every one of us hey since the beginning of time since that first man sinned hey we all have sinned we have all made mistakes we have all come short in the eyes of God oh I want to tell you here today hey when you mess up and when you fall and when you fail why it's because it's in your nature to sin Romans 6 23 says for the wages of sin is death the payment for sin is death. Not to mention the pain and the heartache that it causes all along the way. Romans 6, 16 says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. If we yield ourselves to sin, then we are slaves to sin. 
If we yield ourselves to the things of the flesh, then we are slaves to our flesh. We are slaves to sin. There is no other way around it. If we give ourselves over to our own desires and our own wants, then we become slaves to sin. We yield ourselves to the things that are not like God and we don't even realize we're no longer in control. We no longer have the power over the choices that we make when we become a slave to sin. But that sin dictates our life. That sin tells us what we're going to do. That sin tells us how we're going to live our lives and how we're going to plan out our days. That sin tells us this is the way that it's always going to be. Amen. Israel lived in the land of Egypt. At first it was to escape the famine. But over a period of time they become easy with where they were living. In Exodus chapter 1 verse 9 it tells us that Israel was mightier and more in number than the children, the people of Egypt. And the king of Egypt looked and he saw this. And he said we've got to do something about this. Israel had the power to stop them from enslaving them. Egypt was afraid of their might. Egypt was afraid of how many people there were. They were afraid of how many Israelites there were. But yet Israel submitted themselves into the hand of Pharaoh. Israel submitted themselves. At first it might not have been so bad. But over a period of time the bondage got worse. And the pain got more intense. And they found out we should have never yielded ourselves to become the servants of the Egyptians. Can I tell you in the house of the Lord today, it might not start out looking like it's too bad, but over a period of time, it grows and grows and gets worse until we realize there's no escape. There's no way out for me. That's what the enemy loves to convince us of. Hallelujah. Pharaoh enslaved them. And although they were mightier, although they were more in number, they yielded themselves with no resistance and they became slaves. But over the period of time, the bondage began to wax heavy on them. The burden began to wear down on them. And finally there was a cry that began to escape from their lips. A cry for deliverance. A cry for somebody to take this bondage. A cry for a deliverer and for a liberator to come and set them free. In Exodus 2 and 23 it says, And it came to pass in process of time that the king of Egypt died and the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage. And they cried and their cry came up unto God by reason of the bondage. Oh, their bondage was so bad. Their bondage was so rough that it caused them to cry out to God for deliverance. And this isn't the surprising part of their story. Oh, but the surprising part of their story is that they had had gotten used to being bound. They had gotten used to getting up every morning and carrying somebody else's burdens and building somebody else's empire and building somebody else's kingdom. Hey, can I tell you what it was? Freedom was contrary to them. Their mama was a slave. Their grandmother was a slave. Their great-grandmother was a slave for 400 years. All they had known was slavery. All their cousins were slaves. 
Everyone around them, everyone in their family was a slave. Nobody knew what it was like to be free. Nobody knew what it was like to walk in liberty. But they were bound in slavery. They couldn't ask their uncle, what does it feel like to be free? Because their uncle had never known what it was like to be free. God help me, Jesus. They couldn't ask their great-grandmother, what did it feel like to walk and talk the way you wanted to? What did it feel like to make your own choices and to make your own decisions? Nobody could tell them what it felt like to be free because all they had known for 400 years is this is just the way it's always been. This is where we belong. Hey, in slavery, in bondage, I've come to tell you here in the house of the Lord, when you begin to cry out for freedom, when you begin to cry out for deliverance, God will hear you and God will send a deliverer. They've been bound so long. They didn't know what it meant to be free. And so God sends them Moses. And God works miracle after miracle. And God shows them this is how powerful I am. This is how strong I am. This is how mighty I am. Oh, and I would venture to say that there's not a man or woman in this house today that will, that will say that God is not powerful enough and that God is not a miracle worker. But I believe everyone here this morning realizes that God is powerful, that God is mighty, and that he is an awesome God, and he is able to break and destroy every chain and every yoke of bondage. Hey, I know you believe it. I know you've seen miracles after miracle. I know you've seen the hand of God move and work in your life. Hallelujah. But yet freedom is contrary to us. They saw the hand of God move and work. They felt the agony of the Egyptians, no doubt, as they saw them. Even though God had kept them from what was going on around them. They could see the pain and suffering of their adversary. But yet God had his hand upon them. And God brings them out, not as some weak, puny nation, but God brings them out with a high hand. God brings them out and they feel like they're on top of the world. All the years that they were enslaved, though they spoiled the Egyptians and they took out their wages and they took out their pay and they were making their way to the promised land. They were making their way to that land that God said it is a land that flows with milk and honey. You're going to live in houses that you didn't build. You're going to reap from gardens that you didn't plant. You're going to reap from vineyards that you didn't have to slave over and work over. Hey, it's going to be the blessings of the Lord for your life. It's going to be good for you. But yet they make their way down. They find themselves by the Red Sea. And they see the hand of God move and work in their life. And God brings them forth on dry ground. And they make their way. Oh, and God, God, have been good to them. 
But there were some that as they stood there, in Numbers chapter 14, verses 3 through 4, says, And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? And they said one to another, Let us make a captain, and let us return into Egypt. As they stood on the banks of the Jordan River, they had already seen God make a way. They had already seen God do great and mighty things. But now the spies have come back and the spies have said there's giants in the promised land. There's great fenced cities in the promised land. We're going to have to fight to have what God said was ours. And instead of being willing to fight for what God had promised to him, they decided, you know what we need to do? So we might as well go back to Egypt. We might as well go and yield ourselves back to them and become their slaves again. I come to tell you that freedom was contrary to them. They couldn't understand what God was doing in their life. They didn't understand what it meant to be blessed by God. They didn't understand what it meant to walk in the promises of God. But fear gripped their hearts. And inside of the battle, they said, let's go back. Let's turn around and go back where we came from. I've come to tell you you're standing right on the edge of what God God has said was yours and it doesn't have to be the way it was for you for your children you, you can give your children something that you never had you can take your children places he cut out of my I come to tell you your children can experience liberty like you never knew your children can experience the blessing of God like you never knew Laid out in front of them was the life that God said you can have. There's blessing. Oh, oh, there's payment. There's benefits. It's a land that flows with milk and honey. It's a good place to live. But you're going to have to fight for it. Woo, hallelujah. But they said, you know what? Let's go back where we came from. They had a chance to build something for themselves. They had a chance to live a life that they had never experienced before. They had a chance to give their children something that they did not have. Oh, but instead of all of this, they said, I'd rather go back and get on that same hamster wheel that God delivered me from and just spin around in circles and never get anywhere. Never grow, never increase, never become anything different than what I already am. I'm used to that. I know what that life has. I know every day when I get up what it's going to be. It might not be good. It might not be pleasant. But at least I know what's going to happen. In living for God, there's unknowns. And there's things that I don't understand. I come to preach the fear out of somebody this morning. I come to preach the anxiety off of somebody this morning. You might not understand everywhere that God takes you, but just keep holding on to him. Don't go back where you came from. I said don't go back to 
out there, you don't have to live your life the way you've always lived your life. You don't have to spin your wheels the way you've always spun your wheel. But God has offered you something greater. God has offered you something better. Oh, but bondage says, you know what? You might as well come back to me. Bondage keeps calling your name and saying, hey, you've done good for a little while, but you'll never be able to achieve everything that God expects of you. I've come to tell the devil he's a liar this morning. I've come to tell the adversary, hey, the greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I don't have to go back to my failures. I don't have to go back to my addictions. I don't have to go back to the sin that had me bound but I'm going to walk in liberty I'm going to walk in freedom in the name of Jesus hey some of you here this morning you try to walk right you try to do right but you find yourself back in the same old mess that you've always been in you find yourself struggling with the same old sin that you've always struggled with. Why? Because freedom is contrary to your nature. Freedom is contrary. Hey, you want to walk in the blessings of God. You want to walk in the promises of God. Hey, but that bondage is always reaching for you, saying you still have a home here. You still have a place here. I wonder what would happen if somebody made up their mind. Hey, devil, you're not going to have me back this time. I know you've deceived me before. I know you've talked me into coming back before. But you can't have me this time. I'm going to fight for my future. I'm going to fight for my children. I'm going to fight for my family. I'm not going back to Egypt. I'm going all the way with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, you can be free. You can be free from sin. You can be free from what tries to hold you back. Oh, I read to you the first portion of Romans 6 and 23. Oh, the second portion of that says, says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Can I tell you, you can learn how to walk in freedom through Jesus. Woo! I said you can learn how to walk in freedom through Jesus. Hey, his gift is eternal life. His gift is something like you've never experienced before. Hey, you don't have to be bound. You don't have to be chained up. You don't have to live with fear and regret the rest of your life. Hey, but you can find something that's greater than bondage ever was to you. You can find something that was greater than any pleasures of this world. Hey, Moses had a made up mind. He said, hey, I would rather suffer with the righteous. Hey, then to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. I come to tell you, sin will run its course. Sin will leave you empty. Hey, but in the name of Jesus, I'm going to walk in liberty. I'm going to walk in freedom. I made up my mind. My babies are going to know what it's like to feel God. My babies are going to know what it feels like to have a chance in the altar of the Lord. Would you stretch your hands up toward heaven all across the house? Hallelujah. Can I tell you, the call of Egypt is a strong one. It says you're familiar with Egypt. You're familiar with the taskmasters. 
Oh, you know them by name. You know them by the sound of their footsteps. You know them by the sound of the whips that they crack. You're familiar with them. Won't you go back there? But God said, I want to bring you to places you've never seen. I want to cause you to eat fruit you never dreamed of you could eat before. I want, to, I want to cause you to have something that's your own. I want to cause you to have something that's beneficial to you. Something that's beneficial to your children. Something that you can hand down. Something that you can tell them, hey, baby, hey, my, my mother was in sin. My father was in sin. All my family knew was alcohol and drug addiction, whatever your story may be. Hey, but baby, let me tell you, hey, God met me where I was, and God God told me I didn't have to live that way anymore and God brought me out. Is there anybody here today with a testimony that said freedom was contrary to me but freedom met me where I was and the deliverer said you don't have to live that way. You can walk in freedom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 8, 32 through 36. says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, we be Abram's seed, Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, he shall be made free? Anybody know anybody like that? Anybody that says, oh, Pastor Moore, I know I got some problems in my life, but I'm still in control. I'm, I'm not bound by that. I'm not an alcoholic, Brother Ford. I can control what I'm doing. I've never been in bondage to anything. Can I tell you, we just fool ourselves sometimes. God help me, Jesus. God help me, Jesus. I said we just fool ourselves sometimes because to whoever you yield yourself, I said to whoever you yield yourself, you become a slave to that. It doesn't matter if it's pride. It doesn't matter if it's jealousy. It doesn't matter if it's drugs, alcohol, lust, adultery, fornication. Whatever you yield yourself to, you're a slave. You just think you're in control. How many of you heard say, I can handle it, and you saw them wreck their lives and end up on the rocks? God help me, Jesus. It's just a small little, I'm going to preach this morning. It's just a small little sin, Pastor. It's just something little, I can handle it. Hallelujah. But you yield yourself. When the voice of the one that was sent to call you out is saying, don't go there, don't do that. You don't have to yield yourself to that. But you can walk in freedom. I've come to preach freedom in this house. I've come to tell you that no matter how hard it seems, you can walk in freedom. They said we never. You can be see, we've never been in bondage to anybody. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, 
I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever. But the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, he shall be free indeed. Now, I didn't quite understand all of this when I, the first time I read through it. But as I begin to study, Jesus is trying to make a point to them. There comes a time that slave has no right to forever stay in the house. Uh, there comes a, that, that slave is not an heir to the master's possessions. But there comes a time when he is when he leaves the house. He doesn't belong to that house. He's not part of the family. But the son, he abideth ever. The son is not kicked out. The son is not done away with. Can I tell you in the house of the Lord, hey, it's God's will to set you free. It's God's will to give you liberty. It's God's will to give you freedom. Hey, you might be in the house today, but if you're a slave, there's coming a day of separation. There's coming a moment in time. It's like the wheat and the tares that grow together. They might grow together for a while, but there's coming a day I said there's coming a day that the slaves are going to be separated from those that are free that the wheat's going to be separated from the tares it was Ishmael the son of a bond woman that was kicked out of the home because he wasn't free. He was the son of a bondwoman. But it was Isaac that stayed in the house of Abraham. Because he was a son indeed. He was the son of the promise. He wasn't just, he wasn't a product of sin. But he was the, the one that was promised. Abraham and Sarah, you're going to have a son. And, and it's going to be of his seed. It's going, it's going to grow and continue. Can I tell you in the house of the Lord, I don't want to be the son of a bondwoman, but I want to be born again of the water and of the spirit. I may have come into this world bound. I may have lived the life of sin. But in the name of Jesus, I've been washed. I've been cleansed. I've been set free. And now I belong in the house. Hallelujah. And this will help it make more sense. Galatians 4, 6, and 7. says, And because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Can I tell you, if you've been born again of the water and of the Spirit, you're no longer a slave to sin, but you've been made heirs and join heirs with Jesus Christ. Hey, You can walk in liberty. You can walk in freedom. When you're a slave to sin, you're going to be kicked out. But when you cry, I'm a father, when... When he puts his name on you, I said when he puts his name on you, he gives you the authority. He gives you power in the Father's house. Hallelujah. Go ahead and make the way to the music. When you've been set free, 
you're truly free indeed. You now have access to the kingdom. You're no longer a slave, but a son, but a daughter, but one that's been called out. God help us, Jesus. Romans 6, 17 and 18 says, But God, but God be thanked that, we're the, that you were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. You don't have to be a slave to sin. You don't have to be a servant to sin. I don't have to be a servant to sin. But I can walk in liberty. I have a chance to live a life free from bondage. A life free from sin. Obedience to sin makes me a slave to sin. But obedience to truth, to the doctrine, sets me free. I wonder, would you stretch your hands up toward heaven all across the house? Galatians 5 and 1, as we all hear read, says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. I would be crazy to stand here and tell you that the world does not pull on you. That the world does not try to call you back from what you've been delivered from. That's why Paul said, stand fast. That means continually. That means every day of your life, stand fast in the liberty wherewith you were called. And be not entangled again. Don't be wrapped up again with the affairs of this world. Because freedom, freedom is contrary. I don't fully understand what it's like to have power to make good decisions in my life. But the Holy Ghost gives me that power. I said the Holy Ghost will give you that power. Hallelujah. Paul warned, stand fast. It might be a fight. It might be a struggle. But salvation is worth it all. I said salvation is worth it all. Knowing that I can, I can live a life free from sin is worth it all. Knowing that I can give my children a life where their daddy's at home and he's supposed to be home. And babies don't have to worry about where mama is. Don't have to worry about who's, what man's going to be coming in the house next or what woman's going to be around next or what, what's going to be happening next. Uh, can I tell you, God gives you the power to make sound decisions in your life. Paul said there's a struggle. There's a war that's going on. There's people here tonight, or this morning rather, that you're living in the midst of that fight, that struggle. 
It's not that you're a bad person. It's just that that old sinful nature is still reaching for you. You want to do right? You want to do good? But freedom, what is freedom? You were bound for so long. You're wrestling your mind with how do I live this life? How do I walk in the true liberty that God has for me? I know there's more for me. I know God's got so much more for me. Uh, but I'm used to the old lifestyle. I'm used to the way that I've always lived. Come on, I wonder, would you lift your voice all across this sanctuary right now? You want to do right, Paul said. The things that you want to do. Sometimes you don't always do them because that flesh wins out. But if we can learn to walk in the Spirit, I said, but if we can learn to walk in the Spirit, I said, if we can learn to walk in the Spirit, can I tell you what Jesus is wanting to do in this house? He's wanting to help teach some of us to walk in the Spirit. He said, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will lead and guide you into all truth. You're not going to be a Bible scholar overnight. You're not going to have it all figured out overnight. But if you'll walk in the spirit, I said, but if you'll walk in the spirit, he'll give you the ability to overcome sin. He'll give you the ability to say no to sin. He'll give you the power to walk in truth and righteousness. But there's that war. There's that battle. The flesh doesn't want to do the things of the Spirit. And the Spirit doesn't want to do the things of the flesh. The works of the flesh brings death and condemnation. But can I tell you the fruits of the Spirit? There is no law against those. And with the fruits of the Spirit, there is no condemnation. Ooh, when you lift your hands and feel the peace of God, there's no condemnation there. God help me, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> when, you, when you go somewhere you know you ain't supposed to go, you, you feel that condemnation. But when you're in the presence of the Lord and you lift your hands and you feel joy, hey, you know there's something right about this. There's nothing wrong with this. God help me, Jesus. I come to tell somebody today you can walk. You can walk with the Lord. You can talk with the Lord. You can grow in the Lord. You don't have to be bound up. You don't have to leave here the same way you came. But battles can be won in your mind today. Hey, I know freedom is contrary to our nature. But God, give us the ability to walk in freedom. When we walk in the Spirit, we stay free. Help us. First Corinthians 6 19 says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. Can I tell you when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you don't belong to the world anymore, but you belong to Him. 
I said, you belong to him. You you don't have to be a slave to sin anymore, but you belong to the master. You've been made heirs and joint heirs with him. And there's freedom when he lives within you. There's freedom when he walks with you. 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, Now the Lord is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. When He when you make Him, when He makes you His home, when you allow Him to come in, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. There's liberty. I wonder, would you throw your hands up toward heaven all across this house? Can I tell you, it's God's will for you to walk in freedom. It's God's will for you to walk in liberty. It's God's will for you to say no to the flesh. It's God's will for you to say no to strife and envies and jealousies and backbitings and and partying and, and reviling and doing all those things. It's God's will for you to be able to overcome those things. It doesn't make you a bad person because you're in the struggle. It doesn't make you a bad person because you're in the fight. I'm glad that you're trying to resist. I'm glad that you're trying to overcome. Hey, don't give up. You can learn. I said you can learn to walk in freedom. These altars are open this morning. Now I, I, I don't want I don't want you to just come up here because it's normal in Bendale. But I want you to make your way to this altar. If you know, hey, I'm in the struggle. I'm in the fight. We're not here to judge you this morning, but I'm here to tell you you can have liberty in the Holy Ghost. You can have freedom in the Holy Ghost. He Woo! You can do things in the Spirit. I said you can overcome in the Spirit. I said God knows how to make a way for you. That's what they said, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. God give us power. God, give us power to walk in liberty. God, there's men and women here that have seen your miracles. There's men and women here that have seen your mighty hand. But they're still dealing with with things. They're still dealing with pills. They're still dealing with with problems. They're still dealing uh, with pornography. They're still dealing with things. God, show them that they can walk in liberty. Show them that they can walk in freedom. Show them that they can overcome. Come on, pour it out before the Lord right now. Come on, pour it out before the Lord right now. God, help me to have power over my flesh. (laughs) I don't want to fulfill the lust of my flesh, God. I don't like the way it makes me feel, God. It makes me feel condemnation. Oh, God, I don't like it. But my flesh is craving. My flesh, my flesh is warring against the Spirit. God, teach me to walk in liberty. God, teach me to walk in liberty.
walking the same old road for miles and miles. If you've been hearing that same old voice tell the same old lies, if you're still trying to feel that same old hole inside, oh, you know there's a better life. There's a better life. If you got pain, he's a pain taker. Oh, if you're long, yeah, he's a way maker. If you've ever needed a savior, he's that prison shaking savior this morning. Oh, he's a chain. Oh, if you've got pain. He's taking the pain this morning. If you're lost and you're searching, yeah, he's making a way. When I've ever needed freedom, a savior, he is that prison shaking savior. Oh, he's a chain breaker. We've all searched for the light of day in the dead of night. We've all found ourselves worn out from that same old fight. We've all run to things we know that just ain't right. Oh, there's a better life. Oh, there's a better life. If you got pain, he's a pain taker this morning. Yeah, if you feel lost, yeah, he's making the way fight. You've ever needed freedom, a savior. He's a prison shaking savior. If you got chain, oh, he's a chain. Oh, if you've got pain this morning, he can take the pain. Oh, if you're lost and you're hurt, oh, he can make a way. If you need freedom, a savior. He's a prison shaking savior. walking that same old road for miles and miles if you've been hearing that same old voice keep telling those same old lies if you're still trying to feel the same emptiness inside oh i've come to tell you there's a better life oh there's a better life if you got pain he's a pain taker oh if you're lost Making a way If you've ever needed freedom To save him Oh, he's a chain break Oh, if you've got pain He's a pain take Oh, feel Lord Oh, making a way When I've ever needed freedom To save him Shaking your prison this morning. Yeah. Oh, if you've got pain, he's a pain taker. If you're lost and you're searching, yeah, he's a way. When you've never needed freedom, oh, save He's a prison shaker, save He's a chain breaker. 
If you believe it, if you receive it, if you can feel it, somebody testify. If you believe it, oh, you receive it. Cause you can feel it, somebody testify. Oh, you believe it. Oh, receive it. You can feel it, somebody. Oh, did you believe it this morning? Go ahead, receive it. Oh, cause you can feel it. Go ahead and testify. Oh, I believe it. Oh, I'm gonna receive it. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. I come to testify the goodness of my Lord. Oh, cause I believe it. Oh, I'm gonna receive it. Oh, I feel you working, Lord, here this morning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you believe it. Oh, receive it. Lord, I feel it, Lord. Oh, believe it. Oh, receive it. You can Come on, you want to press in the spirit this morning. Come on, you want to press in the spirit this morning, God. Oh, God, I need you. Oh God, I need you. Oh God, I need you. Come on, can somebody be honest with God right now? Can somebody be honest with God right now? God, I'm not better than anybody else. I stand in need of you. God, I stand in need of you. Teach me to walk in freedom. Teach me what it's like to be an overcomer. Teach me your ways, God. Let your word be a lamp unto my feet, God. Oh, receive it. You can feel it. Somebody testify. Oh, believe it. Oh, receive it. You can feel it. Somebody testify. Testify. I hear those chains falling. I hear those chains falling. I hear those chains falling. They're falling. They're falling. Can you hear those chains falling? Can you hear those chains falling? Yeah, I hear those chains. They're falling. I hear, I hear. Oh, I hear it. Lord, because I'm running, Lord. I'm running to your feet, Lord. Oh, I hear those chains falling. Can you hear those chains yeah, cause I believe it. Oh, I believe what you're doing, Lord. Yeah, I hear those chains falling. Can you hear those chains falling? Oh, they're falling. In Jesus' name, I hear those chains falling. Oh, I've come to put them under my feet. Can you hear those chains falling? Yesterday no more. I hear those chains. Oh, he's working, he's moving. Yeah. Do you believe what he's doing? Are you receiving? Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Oh, can you hear it? 
those chains falling. I hear those chains. Can you hear the chains falling? I hear those chains falling. Oh, hallelujah. I hear the chains falling. I hear. Can you hear? Can you hear? Can you hear? I hear the chains falling. Jesus, I hear those chains. of the goodness of your Jesus. Your voice. 
Let's give that unto Jesus Christ this morning. As you believe it, receive it. The power of choice lies within us. Believe in the power of His touch, the promises of His word. Let those chains be broken. Or you can just be drugged back right into it again. But you can make up in your mind, I'm going to make the stand. We can do what Jude taught us. Contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. It's evil hearts of unbelief that kept Israel in trouble. Amen. It sent them through the wilderness. Cause them to mumber about every episode as God was testing their hearts and see how they was going to respond to battles and struggles. 
Amen. Word of God's taught us that since the gospel, since the kingdom of God violates, we, we suffer, man. You go to press. I'm going to study that out sometimes. Man, to just, just how willing are we to press, to fight, and pursue it, to attain it, not just in services, but on a daily basis. Man, to let this world know about the God that we sung about when we started out here this morning. Amen. And then the next song, it's no God, there's none, no higher. Amen. Than this God. To have the testimony of that in our own personal lives. You know how we show that? By the roads we walk down. That we can either be led by the Spirit or drugged by the carnality. But one of the two is going to master us. I believe we're making some headway this morning. Why don't we purpose in our hearts like Daniel and them? We may be going to Babylon, but we're not going to start eating what they eat. We're not going to start dressing like they dress. We're not going to start acting and bowing down what they bow down to. Amen. Just because everybody else may be doing it, and I'm talking about of their own, we're not. And so, you know what? That's what you and I can do. Amen. We're not going to let sin. Amen. You're going to be one of two things. You're either going to be a slave or a servant. Oh, preacher, you got that wrong. A son. Nope. To be a son, you've got to become a servant. To be a true son, to receive the benefits, you've got to submit yourself and become the servant. After the call of the sonship. So you're going to be one or the other. Amen. I want to be a servant. How about you? I don't want to be a slave. I want to be a servant. I want to be a slave to this sin, to the world. I want to be a servant of Jesus Christ. I believe that's your heartbeat. That's the reason you're here this morning. Love you. Appreciate you. Let's continue to pray for one another. Be back here tonight, 5.30 prayer time, 6 o'clock service time. Come back expecting an outpouring of the Holy Ghost and a move of God in this house. Join with me at praying this prayer also. God, break the chains in this community and even in this local assembly. Break the chains that would hinder the pouring out of His Spirit and heartbeat in this place. Okay? Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you.